Happy New Year. Schlep. <laughs> I just always, oh, I'm sorry. I'm starting off the year terrible. This is Woody vs. Poppy. Welcome back. Chris, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I have not spoken to you in a podcast form since Art Basel. And that was great. That was yeah, a classic. It was a classic. We that had a, a classic. We had a lot of fun. Got a lot done. And um, it was beautiful, you know? We back, you know? Feels good. It's a whole new year. 2019. 10-year challenge. What was you doing 10 years ago, Tachi? 10 years ago, I was somewhere having an anxiety attack. Um... Because I was too scared that people were going to notice how fat I was. Uh, so, came a long way. Came a <laughs> long way. Ten years ago, I was 19. And I think at this point, I was madly in love with Ice 2. Yep. Well, and Lust. Nigga don't, yeah, we don't, we don't, love, none, we don't love none of them. Shout out to Shanae. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I was, I fell in love. That 10 year challenge, though, I think it's really funny. Like, just seeing, like, everybody's, like, evolution. Because, I mean, there's always been Flashback Fridays, but I think that as a social media generation, we've kind of strayed past that. Uh, but this was, like, that coming back in full force. It was really cool for me to see, like, nigga, I, I, niggas and change, bro. 10 years is crazy. And it's also making me realize I'm getting old, bro. <laughs> that shit is crazy. I was I, I was 15 like two days ago. It felt like. <laughs> yeah, two real. days ago. I feel yeah. you, young slat. Um, yeah, bro. Slime love all the time, right? Of course. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure that's what it stands for. Man. We've, fashion we've... week. We got music. We got Real topics to talk about: R. Kelly, cancel culture. Do mm. you blame the system? Do you blame his wretched ass? Mm. You know, so many questions. I got, I got some, I got some, I got some responses. I definitely I, got I, some. Yeah, me too. I've been been very opinionated 2019 so far, uh, especially about these topics, man. It's just we've been off to the races. I feel like. Um, even though years and days and times are man-made concepts, once we fucking hit January 1st, 2019, shit started already just going crazy. Niggas was getting canceled left and right. People were saying Drake's a pedophile. Donald Trump is fucking shutting down the government. Like, everybody's getting canceled. It it, it was... Well, this is how I feel about Drake, and even though I don't think he's a pedophile yet, but this is what I will say. <laughs> Like, this is my new 2019 thing, a quote. I put this on Instagram anyway. I don't think so, but I can be swayed with better evidence. Mm. <laughs> you know? So, like, I'm I'm open to hearing anything and everything out. You know? This is, a, this is the 10-year anniversary of people alleging that Jay-Z was a part of a cult. And Blueprint 3 was him ascending his learnings to become a Freemason. <sighs> Bro, dude, I, I remember um, hearing the line from uh, from Say What's Real by Drake, and he was like, 24 hours from greatness, I'm that close. Um, definitely, definitely on my Illuminati shit was like, oh my goodness, a day before he, I mean, a day after he recorded this, he, so, he sold his soul to the devil. Oh my goodness. 
and then god that was just a really weird time bro like like niggas was scared like i personally was in my seventh grade class analyzing my beautiful dark twisted fantasy to find all of his demonic uh properties uh really when i heard him saying at the mall there was a seance just kids no parents in the sky filled with herons i saw the devil i was like whoa these guys are right he may be the devil but his music hitting and uh that just goes to show how stupid we were 10 years ago as a people we thought that some of our greatest leaders and champions were devil worshipers because we couldn't understand that you know <laughs> we couldn't understand the the levels i guess that they were hitting at that point and yeah i think that's crazy oh it's it's what it was yeah it, it what it was at the at that time at that time the ascension of black celebrities without like real cause to how they're doing what they're doing was very abstract and we was like the general consensus who cares about you know mm-hmm. things like that were like uh-uh I think it all came to a head though around uh Yeezus had some sort of afterbreaths of that but I think that we were pretty much done with Illuminati conspiracies at that time but uh watch the throne um I just remember the how I felt about the album and then how like my classmates felt about the album and a lot of people were really thinking that this was just like the Illuminati album like from the cover itself I knew the cover was designed by you know Ricardo Tishi and you know and Virgil or whatever but like you talking about watch the throne right yeah but okay. they thought that that shit was an illuminati ritual and i mean like a song like otis they really thought that that shit was like some devil in the background it was otis redding but they were like oh, yeah. oh this yeah, is yeah. A- oh yeah that was definitely for kids that was not for no regular person who knew it was it was getting it was getting weird man um but that's the thing though I heard that from another kid, but he linked me to a YouTube video of a grown man talking about that. Like, mm. that's how stupid niggas were, bro. Like, they were trying to grab any little thing that seemed to be demonic. I remember the Run This Town video. Oh, my God. They they acted like they were doing a ritual on camera. This not a New Year's resolution, but I'm going to try to lessen. I'm going to try to lessen my diet of the N-word. I'm going to attempt that. that. I'm gonna try to lessen my diet a little bit, bro. I think it's time, you know. What are you gonna? I, um, what are you gonna? I I think sicko mode and Mo Bamba is officially put me through, or the, so you know, it's just like those songs and what they represent now. Just I I'm gonna see if I can tone it down. I'm just gonna see. I'm just trying to see something, like Kodak Black say. I'm just trying to see something, bro. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazier than that. I think I, I think it can easily be done. There's a lot of words I've removed from my vernacular within a couple months. Mm. So, I mean, like, niggas. Well, eh. uh, really random, Chris? Every time I see those Supreme Air Force Ones, I never see a big size ever. I've, I've yet to Which ever ones? See a size. Are you talking about the lows? Yeah, the ones you, the ones you like, the camo ones. Well, yeah, and the black canvas. The, the, yeah, I just don't see those. Because... Those shoes came out at a time. It was like that gray area between like where Supreme and you know what? Really... We stupid though, because you could have just bought the black canvas that just dropped. They like forty dollars now, Chris. Hmm. Yeah, and they just got an all white bottom instead of a gum bottom. Hmm. You should just cop those for like forty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I they came to. out last year. The black canvas Air Force Ones. I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna look them up while we talking. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, now I'm thinking like, about we're Uzi. Almost at, we're almost at the end of the decade. Like, this is the first decade that I've truly, really lived through. Like, you know, I lived through the 2000s technically, but I wasn't really alive. Like, well, I was alive, but I wasn't aware. <laughs> I was really alive. But, um, yeah, like, this is the first decade I've lived through fully. And um, I just, I'm, I'm blown away. Like, I'm blown away by the by the fact that my, <laughs> like, the shit I grew up on is now the cool shit to care about. Like, I think that's so crazy. Yeah, you're in your prime, um, youth wise, man. Mm-hmm. It, it it is it, it is a game that is forever fleeting, so don't chase it. Oh, of course not. But yeah, also understand. understand that this is your moment. So your opinion is the highest opinion in the world, because you're the most dialed in to things that are irrelevant to most. I just I just hope that at uh, an older age that I can be as aware as Aside is. His review on Die Lit just gave me so much hope of being old. Yeah, man. Shout out and to it shows that It shows that age is really, it's it's not it's not a number per se. It's more of just the way that you uh, you look at the world. You know what I mean? Like you're old. I, I think that you're old if you don't want to learn anymore. If you're set with what you got, like, you know, if you, what you got. Like if I'm like 50 years old and I'm like, oh, all this new shit is trash. I'm only listening to Flatbed Freestyle and Playboy Cardi. That's real music. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be like that. I want to be somebody that can, you know, be open to the new shit. Cause that's where I think the oldness comes from. It's like Eminem and Jay Z. Eminem's old. Jay Z is just so happens to be forty nine. That's how I feel about it. But I wonder I? how. To, I want. Wait, wait, wait. I'm. Ah, 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 ah. Sachi, they putting out the original LeBron threes. Yeah, I saw that. Aren't they coming out All Star Weekend? Oh my goodness! We're in why there. do they? Why do they love me so much, man? That's. Beautiful. I mean, they gotta put out the black, the the black and red pair. Oh my goodness, man! We got the LeBron tizzy too. Just know, All Star Weekend gonna be crazy for LeBron. That's all I can say. Nike boys for real. Woo! <laughs> Chris, <laughs> it's so much on my plate. So much to talk about. Dude, we got, bruh, so much. I'm so excited. You can go any, you could go any route you want to go. Yeah. You can really, no, you can really go any route you want to go with it. Um. So, let me go some routes. Shells, Lil Uzi. Yes. That is such a good song. Like, since we was, like, you know, since we was on music and let's just. <sighs> You know. then, then we're gonna talk about Lil Uzi, cause. But now, just to put a ball on what you said, it it is wonderful, Asaj's review, and it is wonderful to be able to be open minded to new to new opportunities and understand someone's perspective, even though it may not come from a source code that you grew up on. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Asaj grew up on better music. His name is a reference to the far side, so clearly where he comes from and where he stands on hip hop is not the side. Of Playboy Cardi and Mumble Rap, so the fact that it was one of his most enjoyable albums of the year just goes to show you how real, real ears, and real music are made for each other, and it's made to transcend culture. Voila, put a ball on it. It's beautiful. Now, this Shell song, I don't know who that dude is, but I don't even think that song Sachi is on Apple Music yet. That dude is, is taking a loss. Yeah, that dude is taking a loss. That One hand, Odell. 
Bro, that nigga said, like, bro, he, he, he went insane on that verse, bro. Like, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, y seis. <laughs> bro, he went, he, like, I love when little Uzi raps like that. And I just find it funny that people really think he's quitting music. I don't think he is. I, I think, I think if he was quitting music, then, like, it, like, bro, it wouldn't have been, like, he, he wouldn't, he would have leaked his album. Why wouldn't he leak that album? Why would he say he deleted everything? Like, this is just expert marketing. It's been a whole entire marketing campaign since the beginning when they're saying that, you know, like, oh, Uzi can't get to his phone, and he had all these other people on it. Like, at this point, I think that they know that Little Uzi's next album can possibly be, like, 300,000 first week, like, you know, number one Billboard hits. Um, and if this is a marketing campaign, shouts out to the guy who uh, thought of this. He's getting a raise. Uh, people are talking about Little Uzi more than ever. So when it comes out that he's actually not retiring, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be lit. You know, he's going to he's going to do big, big numbers. But if he is actually retiring, though, oh, yeah, I don't know if I can keep I don't know if I can keep going. For real. Oh, God, nigga, Uzi. Come on, man! Like, we can't we can't go on without his music, man. It needs to be here. But uh, yeah. So with that being said, I don't think Little Uzi is retiring at all. I think that this is just an expert marketing scheme. Uh, expert, yeah. So, what do you feel about that situation? Do you think it's actually happening? Do you? I feel like him being in a crisis with his label is a real thing. Partly this is because. True. Or partly because of what I just have learned over the years about music, and also because he may have signed under his real name, and if he did, he got to take a big fat L off that. Cause I don't think his business was all the way together yet when he signed. It wasn't, and he signed to Atlantic, right? Uh huh. Infamously, a horrible, horrible record label, um, known for planting some of the most obvious plants in the game. <laughs> when I get into it, yeah, we don't got to. Yeah, it's not even worth it. I I know that the difference between him and Lil Wayne was Lil Wayne had complete freedom. He almost had like the Michael Jordan clause in his contract. You know, how Michael Jordan had the love of the game clause where he could play at any time, anywhere, no matter what, without worrying about losing his contract. Because NBA players can't play in unsanctioned NBA stuff during the offseason or during the season because they can get um, injured. Yeah, so they have to do stuff that's considered workouts, and it has to be approved by the NBA. But Lil Wayne was putting out music like he had a love for the music clause where he could just drop a song without the label ever caring about mm -hmm. anything. They really never tripped about all those mixtapes that guy was doing. His, 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 The better half of his discography that people love is free music. I just don't understand why they're not allowing him to put out music. Like, I understood um, a couple, like, probably like a year ago. I understood. I was like, okay, Atlantic probably just thinks that it would be not smart to overlap releases. They're still getting streams off his last album. But at this point, like, you have to realize what a year is to internet kids. You know? Like, people really thought that since Little Uzi didn't put music out in a year, he fell off. He's an asshole. He's this horrible person because he refuses to put out music. And it's been a year since his last album. You know, so I I find that really, really weird. 
I don't even think that this is crazy. Like, a year? Like, come on, my nigga. Like, I just waited three years for an Earl Project, bro. He gave me 15 tracks. That shit was 30 minutes. I was satisfied. I, I can't say I know the reason why. They can't be trying to Frank Ocean him because he ain't Frank Ocean level. Nah. He definitely, definitely is like a, an eccentric person, though. And he's deeper than surface level. Mm-hmm. What I will say is, though, this might be karma, bro. I don't know his demons. I know one thing. Running around spending all your damn money ain't going to do it. That ain't going to do it. If you do want to quit rap, you you need to have an exit plan. You need to make sure this money that you got can last you. You know, he's clearly he's doing Yams Day tomorrow. So so there's your answer to how he feels about making money. He likes to. But I also understand that new music has to be a vibe. And one thing I think that he's let Playboy Cardi get on his level with, if not excel past him, bro, Playboy Cardi has one of the hottest songs out that's not out. The song Cancun is just a is just a is just basically a hook. It's, you could call it a verse and people repeat it and chant it and it's the best thing ever. It really is. And I'm not saying Uzi doesn't have that. I'm just saying that he still control like like Cardi's controlling his destiny by being able to just make a vibe feel like it's it's now. You know, like Uzi done gave up a lot of stuff, bro. He doesn't stand next to V Lone as much. You know, the relationship he has with Britney is personal rather than commercial now. You know, it's like when you give up so much, like What's your thing? Your thing can't be Instagram videos. That ain't it. Whatever it is, I hope he figures it out. Because we love him. And whenever that good music come out, like we're going to love it. Because he has a great rap voice. And he has a presence that a lot of people don't have, man. Yeah. They don't. Uh, he- like if I was him, in the meantime, I'd be walking like runway shows. Be going places. Being weird. I think I that know. he, I think, I think, yeah, I, I, I think one thing though, I, I can see that he's probably mad that he doesn't have his anonymity anymore. And I feel like that's a lot of things. Like, I think that's something that an artist has to go through is like understanding that like your life at this point, like you're living for the people, like unless you fixate it, unless you fixate your career to where it's not like that. So a guy like Jake Cole or Frank Ocean or like, you know, even like a Sade, somebody that's out of the the spotlight so much that they control how they're perceived. And like, you know, they can basically manipulate all of this shit because they have the cards in their favor. Whereas, you know, like, I mean, I can't believe I'm quoting J. Cole lyrics, but it was like, you know, don't let him. Uh, he was talking about in, uh, in J- like in January 28th, like how he doesn't want his fans to know too, too much so they can control him and shit. Like they don't want like he doesn't want the fans to be able to take his soul. And um, I see what he's talking about, you know, like a, a nigga like Drake can't go out in public. <laughs> like, I bet that was weird getting used to, you know, what I mean, and some people are able to take it better than others. And maybe little Uzi is not taking it that well because he's tweaking. But yeah, and being on all those drugs probably don't help nobody. But mm-hmm. then again, who who am I to say? Because, you know, you can't talk about nobody doing no drug. Don't nobody want to hear that. Blah blah blah, whatever, yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, that's, a, that's our person, but um, yeah, man. Uh, let's talk yeah, about how Playboy it, Cardi you, is doing exactly what you said that Uzi should do. Yeah, but but then damn, he bleached his hair. Yikes, bro. Um, 
Bleaching your that, hair is a sign of any rapper that you're about to drop the hardest project of your life. Yeah, but it's so a whole lot of red disgust. Drop. It looks so it, it looks so dirty. Ugh. Yeah, it do look kind of dirty. It look it looked too blonde at the top and then not blonde at the ends. No, it just always looked like you like homeless or like you got one of those dirty dogs. Um, nobody had better blonde hair though than Future. Future had the perfect blonde hair. That nigga literally looked like Goku. Um him and uh, Young Thug definitely had legendary blonde arrows. But no, his his blonde hair, he looked like a piece of dirt. Who, uh, Young Thug? Yeah, Young Thug shit was crazy. Yo, shout out to Young Thug, man. But I I, I see it's happening, man. Whole lot of red is about to be a classic, bro. <laughs> that shit's about to... Like, the, the snippets have been coming out lately. And that means that our album's coming soon. So when, when, when a lot of Cardi snippets start dropping... Like it happened, the same thing happened before Dial It, same thing happened before Playboy Cardi. Uh, I'm just really excited. I think he's gonna have my favorite album again, a favorite mm. album of the year again. He did it 2017, he did it 2018. I think he's coming back with a whole lot of red. But, um, let's talk about the, the show he walked in just recently. Off white, all white, off white. Shut up, don't, huh. don't even get me started. I'm looking at the hype beast comments right now, they be so mad. I, I I never understood this, and you could put me on game. Maybe I'm 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 not hip to it, or maybe I'm lost. But explain to me, please, in, in your honest opinion, Chris. I don't think I've really ever asked you this, but explain to me why is it like like for real? Let's really get to the bottom of this in 2019 because I, I don't think I want to deal with this no more. Why is it that people think Virgil? is not a good designer why is he so unoriginal why is he this why is he that yet this man has managed to get as far as he can Dude, and then it's they like they, they, wait, this wait. is it this is it though you got to think of it like this all right first off most people that hate virgil are white and they mad as shit that virgil's able to get to these levels He's able to get to these places without formal fashion education he was able to do it within under a decade his 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 upgrade is so crazy and it's because he understands the culture so well and a lot of people think he's a trash designer they think that he's not original they think that he's not as good as you know raf simon or you know iris lemon and all these other people but it's like bro dumb niggas was a different generation bro streetwear is what matters right now it's what impacts the culture the most why the fuck wouldn't virgil abloh be the biggest designer right now why wouldn't he? Because he understands streetwear the best. He's able to bridge this gap between streetwear and high fashion. It's like, if you're a black person and you don't like Virgil Abloh, I'm going to ask you to keep that to yourself. I'm going to ask that to keep that to yourself because at this point, bro, we not. To, I'm not, I will never slander that man ever publicly, ever. And I don't have anything to slander him about. If I don't like a design about a nigga, I don't give a shit. Virgil is a, everything Virgil is doing right now is making my life easier. He's making what I want to do much more acceptable. And at that point, if you still trying to find something to hate, you just a little bitch. For real, for real, bro. Are you, you acting like, okay, excuse me. Let me revert back. If you can't do it, then don't talk about it. You know what I mean? If you can't be where Virgil is right now, or if you're not making the steps to try to surpass him, don't speak on it. And that's most of hypebeats. Most of hypebeats are a bunch of fucking losers that are never going to go anywhere in life. And probably their claim to fame is having over, you know, 
I don't know, like a bunch of points on their discus account because they talk shit on Hypebeast all the time. And that's really what it is, is a lot of people that are angry, is a lot of people that don't think that he deserves what he has, and they don't realize how he's got to where he's gone. And they don't understand that this nigga has been doing this shit forever. He was in Japan around graduation and shit. He was was here. He's been doing this shit for so long, bro. Like, this makes sense. And if you don't like his clothes, that's cool. But if you're a black person that's into the same shit that Virgil likes to do, aka design, fashion, all that other shit, there's no reason why you should be get like you should be talking down on him in public at all. This nigga's a legend, bro. First black head of fucking Louis Vuitton men's. Are you are you you're you're gonna sit here and trash him? Wait till them niggas find out what that yellow brick road mean, bro. That's all I gotta say, man. For My real, thing real, is real, this. Man. Yeah, Tremaine almost gave it up the other day. I was like, oh, that's dope. Uh, my thing is this, Chris. Why is it? I just, I, it's like that Meek Mill song. I just want to know. So my thing is this again. Uh, another thing I, I'd love to know. Why is it that it seems in life people with the highest opinion on stuff are usually the people to do the least? You know, like you would think people's contemporaries would be talking. I have a, a starter a starter kit of an answer. Maybe the starter kit is, you know, they don't know how to do it, or because they don't know what the person has to actually it, go through. But it's the niggas, the the people that are his peers, or the people that actually like. There's, I feel like a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's that they don't know how to do it because all they doing is talking. If you really didn't like his clothes, you would try to make a collection that's better, but they can't do that. All they can do is critique. And that critique is coming from a place that has no type of experience. All they've been is a consumer. They've never been a creator. They've never been a contributor to the culture. If your only thing contributing, if if, if your only contribution to the like to the culture is critique, and nothing else, then you're not in this shit. You're just mm. a commentator. You're a spectator. And I'm so sick of that shit, bro. If you think you bet, like what what that nigga said, and if you can do it better than me, then you do it. That's the whole mood 2019. If you can do it better, don't fucking comment on Hypebeast. Go work on your collection. Go draw some sketches. Go do your, your your Googles and your searches on your manufacturers so you can be able to produce these, you know, ideas that you have in your head. Because if you sit there talking all day, what the fuck is that going to do? Because to, but not to cut you off, but oh, because ahead. to me, from what I've noticed, there are people who who may be under, I would, I would never say undeserving. I apologize. People who may come off as if they have reaped the benefits of other success, and maybe they've turned that into a business more than than a creative, you know, uh, bed. You know, like Heron Preston, he he makes a lot of money off his clothes. His clothes is very expensive, and it's being bought everywhere, and it's being bought because of the circle he was once in or still is in, and keep being part of buying that gets you included into other things. And it just keeps everything going. And it just seems like that's what kids are into and stuff. So I get his success. But like Virgil, for uh, for me, it's like I get it. New Guards Group, they're from Italy. They own all that shit. They're putting it out. They're opening stores everywhere. They're making a shit ton of money. At some point, if it was whack, it would just be out of the question. If it was just trash, it would just be like, go home, Roger, you know? 
And it's not a go-home Roger situation. It's really not. It really so I don't is. know. So I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's it's something to think about. I, I just think that I think the main I think the main consensus we have here is that all the people that hate just don't know how to, to convert that anger, uh, that envy, that thinking that they don't deserve it into actual things. All they can do is convert it into thoughts because that's all they've known how to do because this is this social media generation. Hell, hell, at least go make something or at least go write something. If you just are you if you're displeased, go write an op ed about it. Don't be a little a little a little gnat. But I guess being creative or or, or having a platform, you, you need little gnats. That's yeah, what I'm assuming. Man. I don't know. I, I'm I'm one of those people. Look, this is what I'm gonna say. When the bombs go off, and all this internet shit is gone, all them little comments y'all made, all that shit gonna disappear, bro. But these garments that these niggas made, those are probably gonna be here. You know what I mean? So it's like if you're not putting your ideas into physical, actual things, tangible objects. You know what I mean? Actually creating, it's just like, bro. This doesn't matter. Talk is cheap. For real, for real, bro. I've been having to learn that shit this entire year. If it weren't for you, I probably would have still been one of them niggas, bro. On God. Mm. That's why I, that's why I'm speaking on it so heavily because, like, I used to be one of those people that used to just be sitting there talking shit when in reality, I can actually be using that energy that I wasted, you know what I mean, trying to critique another man that I can't even get to that point yet and not do it. It's like, I'd rather go do it, bro. If I hear a rapper that I don't like right now at this point, like, nigga, I, I, I'm i going to try to go make some music because there's just no way I can just sit here and talk shit and not try to do anything. I, I apply, I'm trying to apply that to everything in my life right now. So it's like, yeah, y'all need to do that shit because if you don't, you going to, like, you know, like, nigga, two days ago I was 15. In two days, y'all niggas going to be damn 35, still on hype beast, still talking shit. About the glory days and what y'all think is good when y'all really didn't impact nothing but a fucking message board. And it's like, you can either choose now to change up or you can just, you know, you know what I mean? Seek comfort in the anonymity of the internet and giving these little opinions that you have and going on with your regular everyday life. Mm. For real, for real, bro. It's not a game no more, man. It really ain't, dog. So it's like either get it together or get lost, man. Got to get with it or get lost, in the words of Wayne. Well, the show looked good, though. Just to talk about the show, it actually looked good. You know, I'm not the I'm not the Those biggest fashionista. Are crazy. I'm not the biggest fashionista, but we gonna see who I am. We gonna see who I really am tomorrow. Since I'm heading out there, we gonna see who I am. We gonna see I what mean. I'm made of. I've been real quiet about it, bro. I I really haven't even thought about it. You know. I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm going into it with a pessimistic or a cynical theme, but I have, I have not thought to think about it and, and, and go all crazy about it. Like, oh my goodness, you know? Well, I that's good. Think, you know, it's, 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 it's month one and we blasting off, but at the same time, it's a lot of work to be done. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work to be done. Um, there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, God, man, that really got me really got me uh heated because i i hate hype beast commenters i really do i do not like them um like bro it it really be crazy when you see that one name and you keep seeing these certain people bro and these niggas ain't doing shit 
that's what they be doing. They probably that probably gets them through the day. One of their comments is a top comment. Couldn't be me, man. That's twenty. That's twenty fourteen vibes. For real, for real. We gotta keep it moving. But um, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of keeping moving, though, uh, it's been a year since uh, the release of Future in Hendrix back to back debut uh back to back number one albums week after week uh between then he has given us what two projects uh two tapes he gave us beast mode 2 and then he gave us world on drugs he's returning for his next studio album called uh future hendrix presents the wizard um how are you feeling about future uh he said that he was reluctant to tell his fans that he had stopped drinking lean uh mm. I thought that that was. I thought I was frustrated by that that to, like that statement, and not because of him, but I was frustrated because I understood exactly what he was saying. He was like, he was saying that basically he didn't want people to uh to just pin that, like say if like they didn't like something, be like oh yeah this nigga fell off because he ain't drinking lean no more. How, mm. So how how do you feel about that? Like you know how these artists literally can't reveal certain things about themselves to keep up an image. I, man, it just shows you the power of the listener, but also shows you how to listen. It lets you dive into the listener's head, and and man, maybe we gotta bet it. Maybe we gotta bet ourselves as humans if we going around thinking that an artist fell off because they're not on drugs that might be a mm. terrible way to be thinking because i mean you remember what happened when gucci got out gucci came out of jail a 100 percent better person this guy was in great shape he's eating good food he's trying to expand his horizons in terms of what he's involving himself with and trying to better himself as a man and people were angry that he wasn't fat anymore making you know like fucking like you know trap god shit it's like I understand he may be infatuated with a certain era of an artist, but this person is this is a person. It may have been two things though. I think some people just like to say old Kanye. I mean, like old Kanye. I call it the old Kanye thing because someone put a picture up of Kanye during the um, 808s and Heartbreak era, and someone was like, "I miss this Kanye." But see, I was around that era. That's 2008, nine, and I remember when people used to say, "Yeah." I I I miss the older Kanye. Mm-hmm. Like, what is all this? Like, what is all this auto tune crap? What about the real rap? Yeah. So it's it's almost like people just like how you have been introduced to them. Because a lot of people aren't ready for change, especially when somebody like Kanye West is such a forward thinking person. There isn't a reference point most of the time, uh, and I mean we see this with fashion. We've talked about how it trickles down, you know, what I mean to the locals, and it's like. Somebody is going to say, oh, man, that, that Kanye West outfit is so wild and suspect. But two years later, when somebody that they like and they're comfortable with wears it, you know, oh, this is cool. You know, so I think that's what it is. Kanye just be so like, bro, I was one of those people, bro. When when 808s first came out, I was like, yo, I was too young to understand what the fuck was happening. I was liking the album, but I was like, ah, I kind of like old Kanye, you know. But looking back at it. Pause. Pause. Uh, looking back. <laughs> Uh, looking back, it just, it, it, I, I saw how stupid I was. Um, and I think that was the last time I ever thought like that, but I can find, I find myself doing it also. Like I love drug addict chance, the rapper way better than choir T 
teacher, like choir leader, Chance the Rapper. I almost but, forgot he changed. Yeah, people forget about that. Chance has a whole album called Acid Rap. Um, but yeah, like I have to understand that. Yeah, maybe I not. I may not like this guy's music anymore. But he's married now. He has a child. He has a different life. You know, like and this guy is a person, not a monkey that dances for us. And I feel like people sometimes really, really, really forget that these artists are, are human beings. And um, they think that, you know, like if Uzi doesn't drop an album in a year, you know, he's doing a disservice to its fans. You know, like he he's out here living his life being a normal person. But these people are dying for music and they feel like they're obligated, like, you know, that little Uzi is obligated to do this. Like he has to do this. And um, all right. Yeah. We, we, we passed the 30 minute mark. It's time to go to fucking surviving r kelly we ain't really go in yet it's time to go in man golly bro like like we talked about it but we don't but we got off of it it's time to talk about it dog like for real all right so look his one of his albums done got back in the top 200 in the billboard bro the the last album he came out so what that means is there's people who still support him so <laughs> i will ask you so you could be on record you better own it little bitch have whichever way you feel can you separate the person from the music? I have six R. Kelly CDs on my bookshelf right now, and they won't be removed. That's all I'm going to say. No, I'm not. That's not, a, that's I'm, not I'm, all you're going to say. So okay, not, okay. No, no, no. It's not all I'm going to say. Removing so R. Okay, look. This is, this is, okay. If we can't listen to Step in the Name of Love and separate him, then all you white people are going to have to stop bumping Hey Jude. No, listen, 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 listen. When because pe- people say once you once you bring white people in you're deflecting so we're gonna I mean, try to have I understand so, that like so we're gonna try bro, to have deflection free I'm, I'm acknowledging that R Kelly dialogue. is a horrible human being I understand why he became that person he was molested his entire life he turned into a monster because he wasn't being he wasn't in an environment that would have you know what I mean like made a really good kid uh, he was uh, doing shit his whole entire career a lot of people looked the other way. And during this time, he was making some of the greatest music of all time. That's where it gets weird. Um, I personally cannot say that I'm going to stop listening to R. Kelly's music now. um, Because even 10 years ago, even when the trial was happening, that was the first time I ever found out what raping was statutorily. You know what I mean? My mother explained to me what that was. I knew my entire life what R. Kelly did. So I'm not going to sit here and act like, ah, this is something new. There was a plentiful amount of cookouts where uh, we were listening to Step in the Name of Love and all of the other R. Kelly hits, uh, and everybody knew what was happening. So I personally would feel morally uh, conflicted if I just stopped now. I would feel fake. I would feel stupid. I would feel like I did this for so many years and uh, acknowledge that this guy was a monster and still listen to his music. So I don't think I'm going to stop now. And also I'm not going to stop because he doesn't make any money money off of his music. He owns none of his music because he can't read and he signed off his rights. So streaming his music absolutely does not help R. Kelly at all except for, you know, getting his name out there. So if y'all feel that, go ahead. You can feel that. But um, I may have probably been listening to R. Kelly my entire life. <laughs> Chris, I just completely went down some rabbit hole of some Instagrams. It was like, don't click this Instagram. Then it was like, don't click here. Then it was another one called, please don't click here. And now I'm at some Instagram called, stop this now. And let me see what, let me see where all this is going. 
Yes, now don't check who I am following. And it says, this has to stop now. Okay, here we go. Congratulations, you've made it. And now I'm going to follow you back since you found me. All you have to do is follow the account. And I'll follow you back. Just comment done below. I wasn't going to say the person's name. I'm not going to give them no uh, no nothing or whatever. And the, and the Instagram that they're saying to follow does, doesn't even exist anymore. These guys are fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's yeah. cool. I think Instagram's getting really interesting. Oh, it's a fake. So now you got to go to House of Positivity. This is jokes. All right. Now, my opinion on R. Kelly. Yikes, man. Because I, <laughs> I saw it as a kid. I saw it. I saw the Boondocks episode. No, 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 no. I saw the video. Yeah, I never saw the video, but I knew what happened. Yeah, but you need to know when before I saw the video, for many a time, for a very long time, I always thought the girl was laying on the floor, and I always thought he took he. I'm serious. I thought he took out his penis and started peeing on the girl. But but wait, first of all, Chris, as a kid, I knew the person in the video was a kid. Mm-hmm. Also, we need to understand that when I was a kid, when and I found out he beat the case, I didn't even know how cases were beat. How cases were won, blah blah blah. This wasn't even publicly like 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 publicized. He beat the case on some like. Remember how how terrible the court system is set up. The court system is set up. If you can't prove someone did something all the way, then they don't got to all the way go to prison. <laughs> they don't. The D, you know what I mean. The DEA and the FBI when they are on the case, usually you get you get got. But mm-hmm. when someone's trying to prosecute like like prosecute you. Well, like on some normal normal criminal charges, the lawyer has to make the case of what you what you have done. Oh, you yeah. know, I, I so, watch that OJ. I watch that OJ uh, series. I understand how there's you know. I mean, like we all know that nigga did it. Well, yeah. Well, with the convicted. OJ case, with the OJ case, actual like law officials messed up. You know, like the one law official lied, and you know, it was just a spiral of things. And, and I wouldn't say it was similar in the R. Kelly situation. But there was some cases where they messed up, man, and the girl didn't want to speak up. And, you know, by the time the girl spoke up, she was already older. And so in the juror's mind, it wasn't as fresh. And it was just a whole bunch of stuff. Also, mind you, while this came out, some of his best hits of the second half of his career came out, man. Because the first half of his career, he definitely was talking about, like, a lot more sexual you know, it was just more in your face. Yeah, honey love and all that type of stuff. Well, feeling on your booty and all that. And of, uh, uh, of course, when you of course when you change it to step in the name of love. Yeah, bald R. Kelly admission, era. Bald R. Bald R. Kelly. R. Twelve play all that shit. He wrote AJ nothing but a number. He wrote it, a lot of B two K hits. He wrote "Fortunate" by Maxwell. That's why that I mean, song I mean, hits bro, different. He wrote for he wrote for goddamn. He wrote and produced it. Excuse me. Yeah, you could tell he produced it. Mm-hmm. But uh, he wrote for Michael Jackson. Yeah, bro. It, Yo, bro. He wrote "You Are Not Alone." He wrote. He. Oh, oh god damn man, shit. Oh, you didn't know that? It, it's like I forgot that. <laughs> I, I just I, I I'm that's been brought up to me. Uh, to my attention holy shit man 
it's like if you went off of what R. Kelly wrote and produced alone, he's a legend. And it's scary because like if we want to, you know, get past him, um, his career, that's cool. But if we do that, we're going to have to delete a lot of songs. D.L. Hughley said Michael Jackson and R. Kelly are good singers, bad babysitters. <laughs> I'm not going to group Michael Jackson in there. The FBI investigated him and found absolutely zero evidence. We're going to stop that. We're going to stop that up. Yo, yo, you, you be protected, MJ. You don't play nah, about because, that because, like, MJ bro, shit, because, huh? like, for a while, like, I kind of did believe that shit. But I started reading. I started researching. But like, there's a new documentary coming out. But the new documentary is about the niggas that got, like, bro, those two dudes had their they fucking cases thrown out by the courts, bro. They just trying to come back in during the cancel era. They can go ahead and do it. Let's see this new evidence. I want to see it. Because if the FBI didn't find shit, I highly doubt that these niggas about to bring up anything new. FBI, the same people who can't find who killed Tupac. He can't find who? The Big Year Tupac's killer. They found that motherfucker. They just don't care. So how do you feel about... Well, there's really no conspiracy in this, but you know, there was... Well, let's talk about the deeper issue. The deeper issue is that America society-wise has changed. And literally, we've come to see it perfect example there are many a parents that are 10 12 years older than the mom you know the dad's way older than the mom or vice versa dude more than likely if if your parent had you when she was like 1920 and the dad's way older he may have met her when she was just being of age and yo yeah and it's especially different in the south uh in the south is even crazier for real. Also, also, I, you know, I come from a family where my dad is much older than my mom. You know, my dad died in 2011 when he was 72. My mom is just turning 60 this year. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's a lot of years. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm just trying to, you know, put that in perspective that there are people who date way outside their age especially women and back in the day that was a thing and no one tripped about it it's a thing now because of how it uh because of how aware we are so what i'm saying is there there were people who were okay with bad things and didn't know any better we know better now so do you hold those people accountable how do those people just ignore these things we gotta have a we have to have a window of canceling you know, like, they don't got no app or no way to clean canceled music out of your brain and your phone. It's kind of hard. It ain't the easiest thing to do, man. And another you know? thing that's really hard is that some of the horriblest people make the best music. I don't think horriblest is the word, but keep going. Hey, I'm sorry. I speak in a bonics. Um, yeah, some the of most the, horrible. Some of the most horrible people, uh, yeah, they make the they make the, the, the best music. And it's hard because, I mean, if you look through history, I mean, like, bro, like. Like, dog, that nigga John Lennon, bro. That nigga John Lennon was one of the greatest songwriters, bro. I ever, like, bro, some of those songs that nigga wrote, he was an amazing artist, bro. Yeah, he was beating his children and his wife. Um, You know, so it's like, what, are we just going to cancel him? And, and it's like, thing and, I, and, and it's also the thing about canceling is it's selective. It's selective. And, no, wait, 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 wait. Woody Allen is no longer in, like, Hollywood like that. He can make independent films and stuff, 
and and someone will review it, but he's not like Hollywood Hollywood anymore. Mm-hmm. And like Harvey Weinstein clearly was just in court the other day. And he's just gonna Terry beat Richardson it. is definitely out he of just, here too. Yeah, yeah, Terry Richardson's out of here. So I wouldn't say that it's like, oh, it's like white men just get away. I don't think that's the case. Well, yeah, that's not. No, it's, I'm not saying that's but, true. Okay, wait. Is Harvey Weinstein going to buy this case and move to Florida? Absolutely. I just mm-hmm. got to say that, though. I just got to say that. Yeah, Are there enough black people in position to be able to to make this study make sense? No. But is there, is there a, um, a, a, a thing to get black people to fuck out of here? Yes. But it's also when you wrong, you wrong. Mm-hmm. I, you, you can't defend you can't defend him even wanting to be remotely attracted to Aaliyah. You can't defend that. She was fourteen. Yeah, you can't. You can't defend that. It's no defense. But people think that if you, uh... I'm just not into young girls. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I like for people to be around my age so I can feel like you're seasoned. Yeah. Even, like, for me, like, I'm 20 years old, and I don't even, like, find Yara Shadidi, like, like I feel like she just looks too young. And I'm, I'm she 20. She looks like a baby. Yeah, and I'm 20 years old, you know? Like, that girl is definitely in my age bracket. You know, like, I guess... Well, also, we have to realize, R. Kelly was mentally destroyed. He was, re- he was, he was molested his entire life, basically, until he was, like, 14 or 15 years old. He got his virginity taken from him in his sleep was constantly molested and his brother was also being molested and his brother was he knew what was happening it was wrong and he said that he told robert and robert said i like it so you can already see that at a young age this nigga's mental was fucked it's a wrap you know so absolutely and, and, and also if you look at the r kelly interview about him talking about he had a crush on his mother yeah and the he, had, he, he had the, the oedipus rex uh, syndrome yeah, man, there's some real issues, but there was some real talent that came out of it. Mm-hmm. It's funny how we said he wrote all of those songs, but he did not know how to write or read. Yeah, so he freestyled them bitches. He freestyled. He freestyled. You were not alone. Hmm. Or either that, or either that, or he writes scribble scrabble, and only he can understand it. Hmm. That's true. Or he probably he was probably in that he was probably in that booth like Future. Another really random thing I always forget. It's so dope when you go to certain people's Instagram and you realize they're not from America. It's certain qualities about them haven't been Americanized. Case in point, there's some girls who be like modeling, and then you'd be like, oh, they look great, good for them. Then they open their mouth, and then you're like, oh, they don't got no perfect teeth like Americans do because they didn't get braces because they're from London, and London people don't get braces. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah. Yeah, that shit's cool. <laughs> I find that really cool. Like when I would look at those, uh, what's the um, the makeup company, uh, Maybelline, like London or something. When they would show those commercials and the girl would smile and she has like the you know the wild teeth, I'd be like, oh, this is cool. I understand. I've also saw people make these new cultures a way of a of a shield for them to protect themselves. So like when a girl doesn't fully like her body and doesn't want to um doesn't want to commit to actually losing weight because who would want to do that and not just that it's just why should you have to do things based off how other people feel i get it they just make up a defense mechanism of why you have to be free and really it's it's just if they just said i don't want to do it i feel the pressure who else feels like this i would feel a little bit more comfortable with it but building up this fake deflection where you feel like you're like reclaiming your weight and you got other people feeling empowered it's this fake false sense of 
acting like you're okay with who you are. Because when you see these people in real life, Sasha, they care, bro. They care because everyone wants love and wants to be loved and wants feelings towards themselves. And I, I, I know where I'm getting at with it in my head. I just sound like a douchebag out loud. But I love everybody. But I also understand that everybody doesn't love themselves. Yeah. It's just, you know, there's a lot of things that people have to. I think the Internet makes us like it makes us deal with certain problems that we don't have to deal with in real life. Goddamn. Goddamn Mark Kelly. Yeah, because before the internet, there were a lot of things about myself I did not know about. Nigga, I posted one fit on that website. I found out everything I was insecure about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, can, all right. Can we talk about? Can we talk about Soldier Boy? Drake. 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 Aubrey. Let's talk oh, about shit. how Sachi, was the, the little white kid will be doing the dances. He finally did a dance to A Boogie. Ooh. Oh, we didn't even talk about A Boogie. We could knock out A Boogie real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, talk that so sheet. let's talk about how A Boogie sold 800 and what is it, 73 or 43? 800, like 800 some odd copies of his latest album, but he still debuted number one. Um, That's amazing. Uh, That's crazy. It just shows like. Streaming is, I mean, like, streaming is, is the future. Physical copies are dead. Like, and people that try to, like, undermine new artists' success because they're not selling, you know, pure copies, like, you got to get with the times, man. Like, you ever think about how much Thriller would have sold if streaming was around? Like, bro, that nigga Michael Jordan, I mean, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, same thing, basically. Um, that nigga was putting up all those numbers pure mm. bruh he had the he's not the highest uh his isn't uh the highest i guess you know uh bought album anymore it was uh the throne last october by the eagles greatest hits so it's still the highest uh purchase album of all time he got beat by a greatest hits album but um i think that streaming shit is crazy bro like I think it's the, the I think it's everything's starting to balance out. I think we went like a slick five years where things weren't right. You know, like the model went to like number 30 on the Billboard charts, you know, like a lot of songs that like, you know, that we fucked with for the greater part of the, you know, first half of the 2010s didn't chart the way that they were supposed to. But now everything's back and balanced. Everything's good. Hip hop's on top and um, everything's cool. I'm happy with it. How about you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Niggas running funny, the charts right? right now, bro. They, they. That shit is jokes. Yes, sir. Man, uh. I'm loving. I'm loving how all these different things happen. It's it, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's it's a beautiful thing. So you won't hear no complaints from me. Mm-hmm. No complaints. Shout outs QP. Shout outs to the winners because winners win. You know how it go. You know how it go. It's your boy Jack Academics. <laughs> yeah. Wait, man. So Yo. is it any? Is it? Yeah. We forgot all about that side of hip hop. Hip hop has so many different sides. That nigga act, bro. He is such a cuck, bro. That nigga, <laughs> that nigga act. Woody. He was like, he was like, dude. How many billboards do you have? I'm academics. You know, I'm academics. You're, you're, uh, what, what was the uh, rapper, uh, Lil Tracy? How yeah. many billboards does he have? 
And wasn't the girl that he was talking about in the room with him? Yikes. Somebody needs to take away his whole entire live stream setup. And if they don't, take away his alcohol. Because I don't think that DJ Academics has the mental capacity to go onto a live stream and not say something stupid while under the intoxication of alcohol. It's mm, Talk about it. It's not. It's bad. It, he's First off, he's making us Jamaicans look bad. Um, he, he needs to stop that. Uh, it's really, really bad when one of the, you know, I guess, bigger Jamaicans in the culture is a bitch. Um... I don't understand how you, like, bro, this nigga was on the live stream basically, like, crying. He was venting. He was yelling. But, you know, he was yelling, like, how I used to yell at you when I was, like, 15. Got you. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And, like, yeah, I was just looking at that shit like, damn, act, you, like, 30-something, nigga. I used to act like yeah. you when I was in oh, yeah, fucking I, high school. I, I, I forgot Star put out the T about his real age. Damn. <laughs> Wait, how old is he? I, he's, like, 32, 33. Mm, makes sense. Yeah, he said he was my age though. Uh, yo, shout out to Star. I was on his show earlier, uh, earlier this year. I was talking to him. I called then. He's smart too. To to be on for mad long, you got to pay like it's like a a a a penny a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He a genius for that. And if you on hold, you're still getting charged. Yeah, but you got to press a button to to be in queue. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that, so I was on call for like thirty minutes just waiting to be in queue. And then I pressed one. It was like you're now in line. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Star! Yeah. Star reminds me of like a more toxic Stephen A. Smith. I love him. You're funny when he get when when he get the going in though. Especially he been going in a lot recently about uh, uh, Dame Dash because they were talking about Jay Z and Foxy <sighs> Brown and everything else. Did you watch that with uh, him and Cannon? I mean, with uh, him and Nick Cannon. With Nick Cannon, yeah, they definitely misconstrued what he said. He ain't say nothing negative, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, they clipped he, that. But, um, yeah, I, I thought that that was really, really crazy. Um, he was talking, he was talking that shit though. He was saying a lot of stuff that I wanted to hear. Um, and not in the sense like I wanted to hear. Well, it was something that I needed to hear, but, uh, typical, you know, just another Dame Dash interview, just gems. Um, but yeah, it, it's crazy how the media is so easily manipulated at this point. Like, I saw this video, and uh, it was on Twitter, and, and I think one thing we have to start realizing is that Twitter, these tweets are, are these are, these are, um, these are surveys. Amber Rose says she made $2 million off Instagram a year. God damn. But yeah, these tweets are surveys, bro. Like, I saw this tweet, it had like <laughs> 50,000 retweets, 60,000 likes, and it showed this young um, Chinese child who had gotten beaten by his father. And he had lashes all over his back like he was Kuta. Like, it, it was really, really bad. But the person that tweeted it said, like, oh, look how Muslims are getting treated in China. And 50,000 people, 60,000 people thought that this child was a Muslim Chinese person that was getting abused by, you know, like, the Chinese government. And, like, I just saw that. I was like, bro, like, y'all didn't even look further than this. It's so easy to get off these fake ideas, and I, I'm just scared. I'm scared for what the future holds, bro. Because what is going to happen is that the internet's going to have to get policed because people are too stupid. Mm. And that's going to be the worst era. After that, I'm jacking out. I, I'm I'm getting out of here. I'm I'm done. I'm a I'm gonna be like ghost. 
and I'm going to go back to the real world because it's just like, yeah, we got to get smarter for real, for real, bro. Because <laughs> we're too easily, we're too easily, you know, swayed. Like, I make it a, a job for every time I see something like that, I go into the, I have to go into the thread. I have to look through every single comment. I need to see the one person that was in there that's like, ah, no. And they have their source and they showed how this is wrong because it's happened to me. I be thinking shit happened and I'll be like, whoa, this isn't real. There's going to be a lot of Mandela effects, bro. I'm telling you in 10 years, niggas going to be thinking something happened and it didn't. Cause they all probably saw a tweet. <laughs> it's crazy. What about Travis Scott Super Bowl? Real quick. Travis Scott has cheated once again. He told everybody that he had the blessings from Colin Kaepernick and he did not. Bro, this guy's a legend. <laughs> him and Har- him and Harden are the same exact person in their in their places. They're putting up numbers, they're doing it, but they're doing it in a way that people fucking hate it, dude. For real. I look at Travis Scott doing 580 first week off of merch. Like, um, I look at that, how uh, how Harden puts up, like, 52 with, like, 40 fucking free throws. <laughs> like, uh, that's how I look at it. But, yeah, Travis, he wanted to perform at the Super Bowl because he felt like he deserved it, probably. Nigga had an amazing year. He's about to go to the Super Bowl and make his fan base grow, you know, like, times four. I understand what happened. Do I agree with it? I wouldn't have performed there, but I'm not a rapper, so. Mm, well said. Because you don't get to paid. Me, you know, nothing I've been noticing, a lot of people have been getting verified lately. Mm-hmm. Ooh la la. Those checks are being thrown around. I'm telling you, that last podcast, you were on to something about these. Uh, there's about to be new levels of checks. China's already doing things like that. If you're a better citizen, you get treated better. You have a point system. You're always being watched. So I could see that definitely being implemented on a lower level by checks. And that's going to end up taking over. <laughs> you, you, you realize that, Woody, bro? If you're a better person in China, you literally get discounts places. You'll get better things. You'll get treated better. It's like that It's like that Black Mirror episode, but it's actually happening in, happening in real life. Yeah, that's crazy. So crazy. I'm scared about the world. For real, I'm so scared. <laughs> like, we don't know what the fuck's about to happen. You're right. But well, you're um, right. You're right. Shout out to Big Gucci Draco, uh, soldier though. He's been wearing that same Gucci headband. Uh, it looks like it's starting to get dirty. Yeah, man. But he, I understand why it's getting dirty because he's he's sweating when he's when he's yelling at these people, and it's like. They need to give him his credit, though. Soldier Boy 100% is like he deserves all the credit that he wants. And it's like a lot of people just fail to recognize that. Like, people really don't recognize that Soldier Boy legitimized the internet as a platform for artists. When you're right, you're right. 16 years old, self produced a whole entire album, had the whole fucking country dancing. Whole country dancing. Number one song. Can't even legally drink. Mm. Give him his props. When you're, when you're right, you're <laughs> right, big fella. Hell yeah, bro. But, well, um, yeah. it's been a good podcast. When I get back from Paris, hopefully I'll get this damn Tremaine podcast done. If you guys want to know what's going to be named, the name of it is going to be Hurt Politics. Hurt Politics. So, 
So we will see what's good, man. We got a lot of fun for you guys. It's going to be a lot of great things going on. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. I mm -hmm. love everybody. I don't got no issue. Happy New Year again. This is going to be the year me and Sachi get rich, so that should be cute. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, and other than that, I'm going to stay blessed up. So I, we're going to catch you guys. Oh, man, we got so much going on. Remember, All-Star Weekend is next month. Yeah, and, so and I'm and I'm about to be richer than ten percent of Americans in America. Mm. That's my shout out. My mm. shout out to the ten percent of people who who make more money than me or just as much money as me. That's mm. crazy. Uh, yeah. My shout out is going to be my shout out to my future self. Um, right now, I am not where I want to be, but um, soon I will be. So I can't wait to hear this podcast in a year and get all the thanks and praise that I need. So shout out to future you, Chris. And um, and also, Ooh, we are slap. going to be shutting down like the government. So we're out of here. Yep. Peace. Peace.